with diverse flora and fauna, magnificent natural landscapes, and an ecological biosphere that supports life. This wondrous planet is our earthly home. From our animal co-inhabitants to the lush rainforests and life-giving soil, we cherish all these as gifts from the Creator. It is a common theme in the world's major faiths that during our temporary stay here, we should be good stewards of Mother Earth. Throughout the years, Supreme Master Ching Hai has shared the message of leading a balanced life while following a spiritual path. Not only must we nourish our spirits, but we share the responsibility to care for nature and our fellow beings. In light of recent scientific evidence stressing the grave state of our planet caused by climate change, Supreme Master Ching Hai firms the important message she has noted for over the past two decades. We must be vegetarian, meaning an animal-free diet and practice sustainable living. Today we present to you Supreme Master Ching Hai's discussion on climate change titled Compassion Begets Compassion. Be a video conference with our association members from Sydney Centre, Australia on August 17, 2008. How's the weather? <laughs> Pretty good here in Sydney. <laughs> How's the weather where you are? Ah, fine also, fine. Very good. <laughs> Thank you so much for the conference, Master. Oh, I'm glad to see you. <laughs> you look beautiful. <laughs> I heard you have some questions, so go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. Um, the first question is, with the amount of natural disasters and rising sea levels, this also has an impact on food production, as land that once could be used to grow food now cannot. Because food supply is becoming more unstable, can you please tell us if the human population will be forced to become vegetarian as a matter of survival? And if this happens, will humans become more compassionate and stick to the vegetarian diet for some time, even if in the future there may be an abundance of food and less or no natural disasters? Well, human nature is uh, more difficult to predict than weather, you know that? <laughs> anyway, we do hope and pray for the best, yes, because... Um, Everybody knows that vegetarian diet is good for health and to save the planet. So we hope that after they have learned the benefit of it, they will stick to it, okay? Uh, I hope that they are not uh, like feeling forced to be vegetarian, rather uh, do it voluntarily. It's for their own good because there will be awakening their own uh, great, compassionate, loving self-nature. And then their level of consciousness will rise up automatically and they will understand more than they ever did and they'll be closer to heaven than uh, what they are right now. 
Thank you, Master. I have one more question here. How does what we do on Earth have an effect on the whole universe? For example, is meat-eating on our planet affecting only planet Earth? Does it affect other planets too? Not too much. It will affect our relatives and friends, yeah? Uh, if we, as a living beings on this planet, for example, on a death anniversary, of well, loved ones, we kill some animals to commemorate their death anniversary, then of course that person for whom we uh, make the commemoration will be affected. Yes, and they will have to suffer for what we do for them in their sake. And that is the thing that most humans uh, do not uh, know because not everybody understands the law of the universe it's difficult for them to understand already the law of their country, <laughs> the law of their uh, native habitat, uh, let alone uh, they know more about the uh, universal law. Hmm? So let's hope that one day everybody become more enlightened and understand what it is like to be all connected on this planet and the next, in this life and the next, from us to other people, to relatives and friends who are still here or who are already, uh, you know, departed to other consciousness level. So in that case, you can say that uh, meat-eating here affects other planets, but otherwise not. Thank you very much, Master. Yes, you're welcome. You see, even if the person is still alive, for example, your sister, your brother, your friends, and they're having a wedding, yeah, or they're having babies. And when the babies are born or when people are married, they tend to kill animals or eat a lot of meat in order to celebrate. In this case, they even affect them already on this planet. Some of the diseases related to meat consumption Cured meats and fish increase leukemia risk in children. Antibiotic-resistant superbug infections from a strain of Staphylococcus aureus, blue tongue disease, E. coli, salmonella, bird flu, mad cow disease, or Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease, 90% of the population at risk, pig's disease, or PMWS, listeriosis, shellfish poisoning, preeclampsia, campylobacter, clostridium difficile, Diseases hidden in healthy appearing livestock. Some of the costs of meat eating, heart disease. Over 17 million lives lost globally each year. Cost of cardiovascular disease is at least one trillion US dollars a year. Cancer. Over one million new colon cancer patients diagnosed each year. More than 600,000 colon cancer related mortalities annually. In the United States alone, colon cancer treatment costs about 6.5 billion US dollars. Millions of people are newly diagnosed with other meat-related cancers every year. Diabetes. 246 million people are affected worldwide. An estimated 174 billion US dollars spent each year on treatment. Obesity. Worldwide, 1.6 billion adults are overweight with 400 million more who are obese. Costs 93 billion US dollars each year for medical expenses in the United States alone. 
at least 2.6 million people die annually from problems related to being overweight or obese. Environmental. Use up to 70% of clean water. Pollute most of the water bodies. Deforest the lungs of the earth. Uses up to 43% of the world's cereal. Uses up to 85% of the world's soy. Cause world hunger and wars. 80% cause of global warming. Plus more. Some of the costs of milk consumption. Bacterial microbes, pesticides and enzymes found in cheese derived from the inner stomach linings of other animals. Up to 80% of the calories in cheese are from pure fat. Breast, prostate and testicular cancer from hormones present in milk. Hysteria and Crohn's disease. Hormones and saturated fat leads to osteoporosis, obesity, diabetes and heart disease. Linked to higher incidences of multiple sclerosis. Classified as a major allergen. Lactose intolerance. Hello, Master. Hello. My question is regarding the rooming climate change disaster. Is it because of the collective karma of humanity built up over all these centuries? Or it is because the uplifting of the spiritual level and this looming disaster is a price humanity has to pay for their spiritual upliftment. Thank you, Master. It is a collective karma of humanity that uh, builds up over all these uh, centuries, of course. The karma of uh, killing people and killing animals, and the karma of destroying the environment, the bad karma. So, of course, now we are reaping the retribution. It's not even to say that they pay for their spiritual upliftment, because what we do, what we have been doing, is so disastrous that we could not even pay for it in one lifetime not to talk about for spiritual upliftment yet. The spiritual upliftment, if it's happening at all, it is due to the grace of the Divine. Right now, it is like that. And if human as a whole wake up and try to return to their virtuous way of life, the original greatness, of themselves, the compassionate and loving nature, by sparing lives of human and animals alike, then maybe we can say that uh, they could begin to pay a little bit for their spiritual upliftment. In that case, uh, heaven has more excuses to help humankind, to uplift them. Thanks, Master. You're welcome. Hello, Master. Hello. How are you? Good, thanks, Master. Master, I have a few questions. Um, the first one is about the Bible. Uh, catastrophe have been described in the book of Revelation in the Bible. It says that the last of which is an earthquake, the likes of which has never been seen it also mentions disease, the blistering sun, 
the water turning into blood. And it also mentions that man will curse God for the catastrophes and will not repent their ways. Master can expand on the book of Revelations from the Bible and these predictions pertaining to the day of the end. This is the description of the uh, end of the world, yeah? And it should be correct so. That is, if uh, humankind have no guidance, yes, and no uh, spiritual um, grace, from heaven or from any of the representative of heaven, then this thing that has been predicted in the Bible would occur and it would be like that or even worse. But if humankind has, uh, you know, enlightened guidance and awaken themselves to a better uh, way of life, more virtuous, yeah, as originally intended, by heaven, and if they remember their great self again and live accordingly, then this thing will be minimized or to the minimum or almost zero. So let's hope it will be minimized to zero, okay? Thank you. We're trying our best. Uh, besides distributing flyers, I have an idea that um, I have a very limited fund, but I want to use it for making people to eat vegetarian diet each day by providing uh, veggie food for free. Uh, they only need to promise to be vegetarian on that day. This is going to be on the website that I have already created. I wonder if this is a good idea. It's a good idea. You are very loving and compassionate. This is so wonderful. You see... Bless you for that. Bless your heart. You see, but I think we also better use it for distributing more flyers. Then people can decide for themselves. And in this case, uh, more people will know about it. But of course you can also have the website. Yeah. I don't know how many people will come and eat your vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> But it's very good of you, very good of you. Bless you so much. It's not just a vegetarian diet. It's not the promise to be vegetarian only. It is the motive behind it that is important. You see, people have to know why they should be vegetarian. They should want to save their lives on the planet. They should want to be compassionate to... Uh, uh, weaker beings like animals, then they will be saved. Do you understand me, my love? Some of the benefits of a vegetarian diet lower blood pressure, lower cholesterol levels, reduce type 2 diabetes, prevent stroke conditions, reverse atherosclerosis, reduce heart disease risk 50%, reduce heart surgery risk 80%, prevent many forms of cancer, stronger immune system, increase life expectancy up to 15 years, higher IQ, conserve up to 70% clean water, save over 70% of the Amazonian rainforest from clearance for animal grazing. A solution for world hunger.
Free up 3,433 million hectares of land. Free up 760 million tons of grain every year, or half the world's grain supply. Consume two-thirds less fossil fuels than those used for meat production. Reduce pollution from untreated animal waste. Maintain cleaner air. Save 4.5 tons of emissions per US household per year. Stop 80% of global warming. Plus more. Save your life. Be veg. Go green. Yes, I understand. I, I was thinking um, because the fact that we have tried many, many ways. Yes. And uh, one of the ways we will, you know, trying to give them the opportunity to uh, try the vegetarian diet, but at the same time, providing mm -hmm. the, uh, all the information for them to understand that as well. Yeah, that's good. That's good. The information are very important. Yes. You just create the website, give them information as well, you know, as the flyers. Yes. Uh, I'll do anything. <laughs> uh, if you give them the vegetable, they know how to cook. Or you, you teach them how to cook as well. Uh, we provide them just the food. You will only cook and just provide them. Oh, wow. You deliver? You make delivery all over Australia? <laughs> well, I, I'm just thinking, as I have limited fun, I just provided that, and uh, if they feel good, they can contribute it back in using the same fun and just multiply that way. So you start like a charity organization? I don't like that. Uh, you do whatever you have only, okay? Never take money from anybody. Do you understand me now? I understand. From the beginning, and in the middle, and to the end, I always said, no donation of any kind. No taking it, okay? Giving, okay. Taking, no. You get me? I understand, Master. People are capable of helping themselves. Once you just tell them the idea, the information, and they decide. Master, I have uh, three more questions. Although many people are aware of the urgencies of the matters, uh, however, when talking to them, they are more concerned about their own immediate problems that they are facing in their daily life, uh, how to awaken their senses. As I said before, you just give them facts and let them think about it. Right. It's very difficult to tell people to change immediately. Some people can, if they're already almost in that level of consciousness. Just one word of you, they change immediately. Some people are not there yet. They're a little bit in the lower level, so it takes them some time to think. Remember how difficult it is to teach your children at home. Hmm? <laughs> you have to tell them again, again, and again. So we just have to be patient and hope for the best. To be patient. All right, love? Thank you, Master. The government is the organization that represents the people and the mass of the population. Uh, they are those who can encourage the whole population to change, and they can really make the change. How do to approach them and spread the message besides sending them the emails and letters. 
Yes, it, it seems you are frustrated, huh? Yes, Master. Um, well, I, I think we're all voting for the government, and the government is the one who actually can make the huge difference. I know. But uh, are they not doing anything in your country? Yes, they're doing, but I don't know whether they have done enough. Well, check it out on the government website and <laughs> uh, observe the movement of the people to see if uh, anything has been done to your liking. So you try your best and to talk to them in whatever way you can. If you're lucky, you miracle might happen. <laughs> you can talk to them. I mean, the one who really decide and the top one, huh? If you just talk to the secretary of the office of the uh, prime minister of the assistants of the assistants of the assistants of the assistants, uh, then uh, <laughs> we have a long way to go. <laughs> you try your best. All right. The governments of the world already are aware of the dire situation of our planet. I think most of them know. So I hope they will act as soon as possible and on time to save themselves as well as the people. The last one I have is um, there ought to be the way to wake up the whole population Maybe the catastrophes are the only messages to shake up the people's mindset and habit and for the world to change. We are doing what we can already, sweetheart. It's up to the people now. It's up to the people now. Especially it's up to the government and the media to help to alleviate the situation. If they don't turn into the compassionate way of life, then uh, I don't know what else to do. The law of cost and retribution has to take place, no matter we like it or not. Just the same like in the law in your country, yeah? If you kill, you'll be in prison or even dead. Well, the law of the universe is similar. Killing will beget killing and suffering. There is no escape from that. And we are trying to let people know this, to remind them the law of the universe, to remind them of their true, great, compassionate, loving self. And now it's up to people. Yeah? We continue to do that and we wait, just doing what we're doing and be patient. Okay, love? Uh, I wish I have a magic wand, you know, and wave it around, and hoopla, everybody become vegetarian, planet is saved, but it's not like that. They have to awaken themselves. They have to practice compassion. Then the compassion will beget compassion. Love will beget love. If I force them to become vegetarian, that's not the same. You get it? I understand, I understand. Yes. Very good. I know you understand, but I explain a little bit more in case somebody else don't understand. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, they have to do it themselves so that their compassion, their love in their heart will beget the compassion from heaven, beget the love of heaven. And that's how it works. Yeah? Suppose I save all the people on this planet right now. 
Suppose I could do that. Would you like me to do it? Yes, please. You would, of course. Fine. I would also. But the thing is, what will happen to our planet? Think about it. They will continue warring with each other. They will continue to massacre and mass the animals. They will continue to be living in not a noble way. What's good of this planet to exist like that? It's like hell for the the mass of animals and other people in a war conflict zone. It's like hell. So for people to be awakened, to be compassionate and noble, that is more important. And then the planet will be saved by itself. I know you're concerned. Me too. But this is the only way. It's the correct way. Thank you, Master. You're welcome. Because I love humans, but I love animals as well. And I love the human to be uh, more elevated now and hereafter. Because if they're just thinking, oh, nothing happening, even if we continue to live our wicked way, continue to kill and uh, do anything that is no good, and we still live and happily, and so why not? You understand me, honey? And that's no good for them, because life continues after their life is finished here. Their life will continue elsewhere. And if their marriage is no good, if they have bad karma, after they die, they will get even worse retribution. So I don't want that to happen to them also. So rescuing their physical life is not as important as saving their souls. Thank you, Master. You're welcome. Some of the diseases related to meat consumption. Cured meats and fish increase leukemia risk in children. Antibiotic-resistant superbug infections from a strain of Staphylococcus aureus, blue tongue disease, E. coli, salmonella, bird flu, mad cow disease, or Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease, 90% of the population at risk, pig's disease, or PMWS, listeriosis, shellfish poisoning, preeclampsia, campylobacter, Clostridium difficile, diseases hidden in healthy appearing livestock. Some of the costs of meat eating, heart disease. Over 17 million lives lost globally each year. Cost of cardiovascular disease is at least 1 trillion US dollars a year. Cancer. Over 1 million new colon cancer patients diagnosed each year. More than 600,000 colon cancer-related mortalities annually. In the United States alone, colon cancer treatment costs about 6.5 billion US dollars. Millions of people are newly diagnosed with other meat-related cancers every year. Diabetes. 246 million people are affected worldwide. An estimated 174 billion US dollars spent each year on treatment. Obesity. Worldwide, 1.6 billion adults are overweight with 400 million more who are obese. Costs 93 billion US dollars each year for medical expenses in the United States alone. At least 2.6 million people die annually from problems related to being overweight or obese. Environmental. Use up to 70% of clean water. Pollute most of the water bodies. Deforest the lungs of the earth. Uses up to 43% of the world's cereal. Uses up to 85% of the world's soy. Cause world hunger and wars. 80% cause of global warming. Plus more. 
some of the costs of milk consumption. Bacterial microbes, pesticides and enzymes found in cheese derived from the inner stomach linings of other animals. Up to 80% of the calories in cheese are from pure fat. Breast, prostate and testicular cancer from hormones present in milk. Hysteria and Crohn's disease. Hormones and saturated fat leads to osteoporosis, obesity, diabetes and heart disease. Linked to higher incidences of multiple sclerosis. Classified as a major allergen. Lactose intolerance. Hello, Marcia. Hello. This is a particularly Australian problem, I think. Australians, we find, are very cautious about spiritual groups that they haven't heard of before because our name is new to them. Um, they are often less open to our very important vegetarian message because of this. So I was wondering if you could please advise us on how we can go about presenting the flyers and this information in the best way to make them the most open-minded and the most open-hearted to the message. The people are not all that ignorant. Some are, but some are not. The United Nations already informed them, and the scientists already informed them. It's all black and white on all the websites, on all the television and newspaper now here and there you find it. So if people don't believe in the UN and the scientists, and not because they, they are a spiritual group, not that UN are unknown to people, they just make excuses not to change. In that case, just let them be. We present the fact uh, with all our heart, with all our concern for the planet and for their sake. What else can we do? They don't trust the UN, they don't trust the scientists. We are only relaying the message from UN, from scientists even. And only we put our website or name there in case they want to know further information, that we could further help them. We are not forcing them to believe or anything. We just give them information, very objective. And in that case, if they still don't want to listen, then just let them be. I was hoping you could help us because I so much want them to be open to the information. I am helping you. I'm helping them. Thank you yes. very much. That's why I'm doing all this. I'm helping. But uh, we can only offer help, and it's up to the people to accept it or not. Thank you, Master, for your inspiration. It's not easy, love. I understand that. And I understand that you are very eager to want to push on with this and to help to make people understand quick so that they will help the planet and help themselves. I understand all that. But this is the <laughs> physical planet. We are in the wrong place, but we will make it right. That's what it is. Thank you very much, Master. You are happy, I hope? Yes, much happier now. Thank you. Never mind the attitude, love. Never mind your mood. Just do it. <laughs> Continue. And uh, if it helps them, uh, bravo and good. If it doesn't help them, well, at least it helps you because you become more compassionate. By doing this, you will earn yourself a higher place in heaven because you worry now about other people. You want to save lives. That is also about you. Understand, my love? Yes, thank you. You're welcome, love. Don't worry about the outcome. You have to do your best. 
I am also helping you. I'm doing all the best I can. I am design new clothes with the world. Save the world. I'm I'm a vegan and green. You look very beautiful, Master. Well, not just beautiful. I, I save the world. I am a vegan. I'm green. So <laughs> I am truly doing everything I can. I'm doing everything I can, even my clothes, my uh, purse, everything is now. I make it all clear. Wherever I go, that is that. I carry the message on my body even. I also distribute flyers wherever I can. <laughs> I give to whomever possible. So, you know, I'm really helping you and helping the world also. I'm not just talking, huh? All right, love. We're working together. You're never alone. Don't worry. Hello, Master. Is there any other uh, process of universal change and transformation that goes on independent of human uh, activity? For example, things like the changeover from the Pisces age to Aquarius age. Is this also having an impact on our environment? No, it doesn't. It doesn't have impact on our environment. The environment is affected by our own activities, by the activities of the inhabitants, be it human or animals, yeah? Suppose humans are not living on this planet right now, and only the animals are living here, full of animals all over. And if they are not mindful of their environment, and if they are, like, uh, killing each other, then the bad karma will also build up and the planet will also be destroyed. So the changing from the planetary uh, attitude or mood has nothing to do with the disaster that we're facing. Thank you, Master. You're welcome. From the recent video conferences, I heard we had a more years to convert people to the vegetarian diet. Does that mean there will not be any major catastrophes happening in Australia within this period. Why you worry about Australia alone? I worry about the entire uh, planet myself, uh, like all of us here do, but because uh, we're in Australia here, I thought I'd ask a question in, in regards to Australia. <laughs> okay, I got it. You are Australian and you worry about your country and your people, and that's natural. Okay, but what affect the whole world will affect also Australia, you know, more or less. The thing is, uh, we have more time now. We have more time as more vegetarian people join in and a little bit of saving from the planetary uh, environmental protection. We earn more than that now already. But we cannot keep extending forever, okay? Yes. Because even as we are extending our deadline to change the problem of the planet, the planet will also continue to take its course with the disaster that is coming, even to the lesser degree than it would have been, but it's still rolling, the disastrous course. So now, if the people do not change their way of life to a nobler and more compassionate style, then the disaster will take its course, maybe slower, maybe to the little lesser degree, but it will take place.
Now, uh, I understand because Australia is surrounded by water, and of course, if the ice melts, uh, the coastal area at least will have the the most impact of it. Yes, but it's not only the water rising that we worry about; is the gas, the uh, hydrogen sulfide, and the uh, methane, and all kind of gas in the ocean, and also it will melt more ice if the methane coming out from the permafrost, etc., etc., and from the ocean as well, and from all the livestock animals racing, and they keep adding together, and it will stay in the atmosphere for a long time. And once the planet is destroyed, it will look like Mars. It will be like Mars. It's uninhabitable, and it takes millions of years, sometimes hundreds of millions of years until any planet recover, if it recover at all. Yes, if there is a purpose to recover at all. Even if there are inhabitants, it would be very difficult to live on such a planet or to wait for it to recover. Now, according to your question, you think that we have more time, then there will be lesser disaster there will be or maybe less, yes, or the less intense, but that will still be because the bad karma, the bad retribution has not completely erased yet and people continue to make more. So we have to change it. The quicker we change, the better. And then we can halt the climate change and we can restore the planet very quickly in no time. But if we don't, then uh, the planet will also be destroyed quickly and in no time. And we don't even have that much time to allow, to continue to change. We have to change fast. We cannot just say, okay, today I get another month, and next next uh, year I have another month, and next year I have another month, and it will continue forever. It is not like that. Maybe the world is not completely destroyed yet quickly, but the disaster still continue. It's just not the end of the world. It's just that it's not uh, the point of no return yet. That's all there is. At the point of no return, that will be rolling downhill then. Yeah? No change can be taking place anymore. Nothing can help anymore at that time. And there may be nobody survive. Or maybe very little, a handful of people survive because of their spiritual merit. But then it will be also difficult for them to continue in this kind of condition. And therefore, there have to be a different kind of lifestyle. I don't wish to have to teach you this. There is no need to talk about this right now because we still have time. Okay? Let's hope we will change the course of the disaster. I really am hopeful. I feel positive about it. I feel positive that people will change. Not only in Australia that we will avoid disaster, but everywhere in the world. That's what I am positive about. A few people will change. A few people will change. The majority of people will change. And I only need two-thirds of the population of the planet that change. Then we can save the world and repair the planet. And the vegetarian people will live uh, happily on the world full of abundance, loving and kind. Thank you so much, Master. Some of the benefits of a vegetarian diet lower blood pressure, lower cholesterol levels, reduce type 2 diabetes, prevent stroke conditions, reverse atherosclerosis, 
reduce heart disease risk 50%, reduce heart surgery risk 80%, prevent many forms of cancer, stronger immune system, increase life expectancy up to 15 years, higher IQ, conserve up to 70% clean water, save over 70% of the Amazonian rainforest from clearance for animal grazing. A solution for world hunger. Free up 3,433 million hectares of land. Free up 760 million tons of grain every year, or half the world's grain supply. Consume two-thirds less fossil fuels than those used for meat production. Reduce pollution from untreated animal waste. Maintain cleaner air. Save 4.5 tons of emissions per U.S. household per year. Stop 80% of global warming. Plus more. Save your life. Be veg. Go green. Dear Master, how are you? Ah, fine. How are you? Yes, good. I'm good. Thank you. I have two questions. The first one is, as we have more and more time to save our planet, and we continue to do our job, does that mean the final disasters will not happen? If the final disasters do happen, is the deadline still 2012? Well, it depends on humans' behavior, okay? If the majority of the population do not change their way of life and do not change the bad karma of the planet, I mean the retribution have to take place then. But if they do become vegetarian and stop warring with each other and be compassionate and kind, then of course we will stop where it is and the final disaster will not occur. And the final disaster deadline will not be 2012. It will not be at all. Okay? Yeah, thank you. In 2012, will our Earth and the solar system enter the photobank? Uh, what will happen to us when we are in the photobank in 2012? The photobank is a spiritual energy. And the only way we enter it is when we are dead. It's too far away from here for the earth just to enter in like that. The thing is, if the planet be destroyed in 2012, as the way is predicted, then of course, you know, the people, the planet, will be only in the spirit. Then you enter anywhere, it depends on the, uh, the merit and the karma. Hi, Master. Uh, my question Hi. is, how long before enlightened people run the governments of the world? You tell me. <laughs> you tell me. Hmm. I really don't know. I don't know myself. <laughs> it depends on the whole planetary karma. Yeah? Depends on the population of the planet's energy. If all people are good, yeah, then the government will be good like attract like it is our karma our energies you know spiritual standard that uh, allow such and such government 
to rule our countries. If people are enlightened, <laughs> then the government will have to be enlightened. There is no way to escape. All right. Let's be happy now that at least, you know, the government of the world mostly are not so bad that we still can be alive and we can practice spiritually, yes, and we can move freely without having to encounter checkpoints every two, three steps, and that you can travel from one country to the next as an ordinary citizen, you know, it is already a very uh, good thing for many countries, yes. So as soon as the people are all enlightened and compassionate and kind, the government will also change, okay? All right, love. And my other question is, Master, when will humans realize that love is the answer to all our problems and not weapons or war? Just like I said before, when people are enlightened, they will not do that too much anymore. Yeah? Some countries already ban completely uh, weapons. Some country already completely destroy our nuclear weapons. Some country ban weapons altogether. Some country don't even have armies anymore. It getting more and more like that. But just not as many as we like. But it might come the day that uh, all the world will live in peace. Let's hope that we soon. Let's hope so. Maybe it will come. Thank you, Master. You're welcome. Hello, Master. Hello. Many people are concerned that if animal farming is banned, farmers will lose their jobs and government will lose income. Some people argue this will greatly hamper the economy. What shall we suggest to the government to peacefully transit from animal farming to vegetable farming? They will have income. They will do other jobs, yeah? They will even have to work less, but they will harvest more. There are organic farming to do. Right now we are short of food, so I don't understand why people should not grow food to give it to the world. Even uh, to the civilized world, we need food right now. Hmm? Many countries uh, cannot export more rice to, to a rich country even. That's because there's shortage of food. So every government should concentrate on giving the farmers encouragement subsidize so that they grow organic farming. And the government will also have uh, income after that. There are many more things to do, not just farming. There are green technology to be working on, there are organic farming to concentrate on. And if we are vegetarian, then there will be very less expense. Yeah? There's no need to have so much tax even, because people will not be sick anymore. There's no more tax to build more hospital, no more tax to build more equipment, and everybody will live in peace. And the governments of all the countries will share all the wealth to all the people, and everyone will have enough. So the government don't even need that much money. <laughs> but they will have money from green technology. Right now is is a billions of uh, dollars a business for every entrepreneur to go into green technology or organic farming. Yes, thank you, Master. You're welcome. 
Ah, they worry too much. Once we have the good merit, everything else will come to us. If people only remember God and try to seek God, then everything else will come into their life. All the Christians should remember that, seek you first the kingdom of God, and all the things shall be added unto you. All the Buddhists should remember that the Buddha say that when you practice spiritually, you will be also comfortable in the physical life as well. Same with every other religion. Yes, thank you, Master. I'm talking from my own experience also. Hello, Master. Your physical presence is such a source of comfort, inspiration and guidance to us, initiates and non-initiates alike on this planet, especially now in these uncertain times. It's hard to imagine living on this planet without you here too. How much longer will we have your blessing of your physical presence here with us on earth? Huh. <laughs> well, uh, I'm still here. I'm still here for some time. Yeah, it depends on necessity and the karmic retribution of uh, the earth inhabitant. I will live as long as I am needed and as long as humankind still uh, can benefit from whatever I do for them. But thank you for your love. Thank you for your love. I'm very touched. Thank you, Master. You're welcome. If all the people are vegetarian, I tell you what, I could even live longer also. Because that means that we have more merit, yes? And on that merit, I can continue to stay to help them, yeah? Because the heavens only allow a certain extent of help, yeah? if people really are worthy of help also. So it doesn't depend only on me. <laughs> Hi, Master. Hi. Dạ, con có câu hỏi bằng tiếng Việt. Có một số người cho rằng sự hâm nóng toàn cầu sẽ đưa đến tan đá ở hai cực Bắc và Nam, sẽ làm cho nước dâng lên nhận chìm nhiều nơi trên thế giới. Như vậy, ngay từ bây giờ họ lo kiếm chỗ để di tản lên vùng núi cao để ở. Nhưng nói rằng thiên tai thì không biết sẽ xảy ra ở đâu. Và mình làm sao đoán được để tìm chỗ này chỗ nọ để ở cho an toàn. Như vậy thì làm sao ổn định tinh thần họ? Tại sao phải ổn định tinh thần của họ? Họ muốn làm gì họ làm. Họ muốn ở đâu mà kệ họ chứ. Tại vì có những người đó thì nó cũng là thân nhân của con. Thành ra con muốn cho họ tinh thần họ ổn định, họ để họ yên tâm tu hành. Đi đâu mà tránh khỏi cái nghiệp chướng đâu. Mà nếu mà họ muốn lên núi họ ở thì để cho họ lên, họ lên đó họ ổn định tinh thần để họ lên. Tại sao mình phải bắt họ ở chỗ này chỗ kia? Nước tự do người ta muốn đi đâu mình đi, có tiền thì đi. Ở đâu cũng được, nếu mà họ thích thì đi họ đi, tại sao phải ngăn cản? Mình không có tránh được nghiệp chướng. Từ khi nào mình có công đức á, À, thì mới tránh được tai nạn thôi Nhưng mà bây giờ mình tránh ở đây Mai mốt mình chết đi cũng không có tránh được à, Thí dụ vậy đó Nói cho họ biết là nếu mà Con người á, đời sống của mình Mà không có đạo đức á, Thì đi trốn đâu cũng không khỏi ở Việt Nam mình nói là chạy trời không khỏi nắng 
tránh mặt trời làm sao mà mà tránh tránh được cái ánh nắng của mặt trời nếu mà chạy trong ánh nắng mặt trời cho nên mình phải thay đổi cái đời sống của mình thay đổi cái tâm linh của mình chứ không phải thay đổi cái chỗ ở nếu mà thay đổi được thì cũng tốt không phải là không tốt à, ở trên núi thì cũng mát mẻ nhưng mà phải thay đổi cái lối sống của mình phải trở thành con người đạo đức và gương mẫu à phải có lòng thương mọi người và loài vật thì mới tránh khỏi tai nạn chứ không phải lên núi là tránh khỏi đâu yeah, yeah. núi nhiều khi núi lở cũng bị <cười> cũng bị tai nạn như thường chứ không phải nước dân không à, thì nói cho họ vậy nhưng mà nếu họ không nghe thì thôi à, chứ bây giờ mình biết làm sao mình đâu có thể mà cấm cản hoặc là ngăn ngừa họ đi đâu được cái sứ tự do tinh thần họ cũng tự do nhưng mà nếu bây giờ mình không thay đổi cái đời sống á thì mai mốt chết đi cái đời sống cũng y như vậy hoặc là còn tệ hơn nữa chứ không phải mình mình miễn được cái tai nạn này mai mốt mình chết đi rồi mình không có bị những cái chuyện khác đâu nhiều khi chết đi còn khổ hơn bây giờ nữa nói cho họ biết nhân quả nghiệp chướng đâu tránh được dạ con cảm ơn sư phụ nếu như không thể nào cứu nổi trái đất này và nếu sẽ xảy ra diệt đại hồng thủy thì chúng ta phải chuẩn bị điều gì để cứu giúp cho mọi người về việc ăn và ở nếu như vậy thì sẽ không có điện không có gas để nấu ăn thời tiết khắc nghiệt người thì sẽ di tản đến những vùng có thể ở được dân dân nếu như vậy mình để dành thức ăn nhưng đến lúc đó không thể nào mang theo được nhiều dân dân như vậy mình phải dự tính trước một chương trình cứu giúp ra sao và di chuyển như thế nào no. tới lúc đó thì không có di chuyển không có nói gì được nữa hết á ví dụ mà đại hồng thủy xảy ra hoặc là toàn cầu bị hâm nóng hết á có những cái độc khí nó từ trong đại dương nó ra nữa à từ trong không khí nữa mình không có tránh đâu được hết đó. chỉ có tu hành thôi à nếu không cứu được cái, cái thân thể của mình thì ít nhất cái linh hồn mình cũng được cứu chứ không có nghĩ tới cái vấn đề mà, mà cứu cấp gì được nữa tới đó tới chừng đó mình biết chỗ nào đâu mà cứu cấp mình đâu biết tai nạn sẽ xảy ra lúc nào thì điều cần nhất là phải khuyên bảo mọi người sống một cách đạo hạnh và ăn chay tránh sát sanh thì cái tai nạn nó sẽ hết Sư phụ bảo đảm như vậy đó Chứ bây giờ không có chạy đâu được hết đó. Chạy đâu thì cũng loanh quanh trong những cái vòng độc khí Và cái tai nạn hồng thủy Hoặc là những tai nạn khác Cái sự hồng thủy nó sẽ mang đến nhiều sự khác nữa Chứ không phải là Nước dâng lên không đâu Còn độc khí hả là núi bị bị Nước nó hao mòn đó Sẽ bị lỡ núi Rồi đá sẽ đập xuống Hoặc là nhiều, những cái chuyện khác nữa thầy xảy ra Thí dụ như là thiên tai bão lụt mùa màng bị tàn phá hết mình đâu có tránh được những cái chuyện đó hết chuyện này tới chuyện kia đâu phải một cái chuyện nước dân không mà thôi điện nước nhiều khi cũng bị bị cúp hết ví dụ vậy đó không có phương tiện giao thông cũng bị trục trặc hết cũng bị chìm ngập hoặc là đường xá cũng bị cắt ngang hết thì những cái lúc đó mình chỉ có tránh trong cái hào quang của đạo đức mà thôi chứ không có đi đâu mà tránh được hết cũng chẳng biết nó ở đâu mà đi tránh hết hả tránh chỗ này nó bị chỗ kia rồi nhiều khi à, động đất này kia nữa tại vì hình dáng của địa cầu bị thay đổi vì nước dâng lên thì sẽ thay đổi thay đổi thì nó sinh ra đủ nhiều chuyện thí dụ như nhiều khi có động đất hoặc là có à, à, núi lửa nó từ dưới đất để phun lên nữa những cái chỗ mà chưa có bị phun bây giờ sẽ bị phun tại vì nhiều khi núi lửa có nằm ngầm ở dưới đất nữa nhưng mà bây giờ bị có núi lớn á À, đất dày đã chặn đi nhưng mà khi mà bị núi lỡ đá lỡ đất lỡ ra vì hồng thủy đó thì nhiều khi tai nạn khác nó sẽ xảy ra nữa chứ không phải một mình một mình cái nước lên không mà mà đâu mà chạy lên núi đâu mà đủ đâu thì phải khuyên họ phải sống đời sống đạo đức 
phải sống đúng theo cái tư cách của con người tức là mình bảo vệ chính mình và bảo vệ tha nhân bảo vệ những cái chúng sanh khác chỉ có cái cách đó mới cứu được thân mình của mình thôi tại vì mình có một địa vị rất là lớn lao trong vũ trụ mình là con cái của thượng đế mình là phật nhưng mà tại mình không biết mà thôi thì khi nào mình đem cái phật tánh của mình ra sử dụng đem cái quyền quy của con gái thượng đế ra sử dụng tức là mình bảo vệ mọi người bảo vệ mọi vật như một đấng uy nghi con gái của thượng đế hoặc là một vị phật thì lúc đó không ai dám đụng chạm tới mình hết không có thiên tai bão nạn nào mà dám đụng chạm tới một vị phật như vậy cả mình phải công nhận rằng mình là phật và phải hành động giống y như phật như vậy thì không có ai dám đụng chạm gì nữa nếu không thì không có tránh được đâu dạ yeah, cảm ơn sư phụ còn không nữa ha <cười> Cái khi nào mà không có đồ ăn thì sống bằng không khí. À, lúc đó nước cũng bị, nhiều khi nước cũng bị độc rồi, không uống được. À, đồ ăn cũng có. Độc khí đầy mọi nơi hết. Thí dụ vậy đó ha. Lúc đó mình phải bản nội tâm. Phải nhớ tới cái Phật tánh của mình, nhớ với thiên đàng trong mình. Và trong tâm hồn của chúng ta đã có Phật tánh, có thiên đàng. Phải nhớ tới những điều đó. Lúc đó trở thành Breatharian, tức là Nhờ không khí mà sống á, nhờ Thượng Đế mà sống, nhờ Phật Tánh mà sống. <cười> Còn nếu chết đi thì mình lên thiên đàng thôi. Đã có guarantee rồi, sợ gì? Ok. Con xin cảm ơn Sư Phụ. Ờ, à, mấy cái người nào mà không có tu hành á mới sợ chết. Mình tu hành mình đâu có sợ chết. Yeah. Mình tu hành mình có chỗ mình về rồi. Không biết nhà rồi, tức là chết đi tức là giải thoát thôi. Chỉ người nào không có chỗ nương dựa, không có tinh thần nương dựa, những người đó mới sợ chết. Some of the benefits of a vegetarian diet: lower blood pressure, lower cholesterol levels, reduce type 2 diabetes, prevent stroke conditions, reverse atherosclerosis, reduce heart disease risk 50%, reduce heart surgery risk 80%, prevent many forms of cancer. Stronger immune system. Increase life expectancy up to 15 years. Higher IQ. Conserve up to 70% clean water. Save over 70% of the Amazonian rainforest from clearance for animal grazing. A solution for world hunger. Free up 3,433 million hectares of land. Free up 760 million tons of grain every year, or half the world's grain supply. Consume two-thirds less fossil fuels than those used for meat production. Reduce pollution from untreated animal waste. Maintain cleaner air. Save 4.5 tons of emissions per U.S. household per year. Stop 80% of global warming. Plus more. Save your life. Be veg. Go green. Beloved Master, I have been talking about the urgency of global warming issues to my friends and family. Uh, most yeah. of them think if this is the end of the planet, then let it be. To them, there are so many sufferings already on this earth. So... If it is the end of the earth, that is the end of 
all the sufferings. Can Master please advise how I should tackle this kind of thinking? Thank you, Master. This is not a very correct concept. Even though I understand what they are talking about, and I understand perfectly how they feel, but this is not a correct way to handle the suffering because whatever we suffer here is only temporarily. So, if we do not correct the suffering here, after we die, there will be even more suffering. It's not about this lifetime that we worry about. It's the bad karma, the bad retribution that keep continue following us like a shadow everywhere we go. So it's not like, okay, we escape from this planet, then the suffering will end. It never ends unless we end it here, now. It will never end anywhere else. If we continue to walk to the south, either we walk from Sydney to the south or we continue to walk to Perth and then we go to the south or we continue to walk to Brisbane and then go to the south, it is still the south that we are walking toward. So if we don't stop now and turn our head northward, then we will never, (laughs) never stop the southward action. We never stop until we will arrive to south or continue on the south way. So tell them if we don't end the suffering now, we will never end it anywhere else. And that's why I want to save the planet so that people have the chance to realize their greatness, have the time to think about how they should rearrange their thinking, their life to a better way to a more suitable, to a human being who are the children of God. Yes, they have more time to rearrange, to reorganize, to reconstruct their lives as befit the children of God, as befit a noble beings on this planet. We want to give them time. That's why I want to save the planet. It's not much of the physical bodies that I'm worried about is their souls, is their afterlife, because if they don't end the suffering here, they will bring the suffering with them, or the suffering will follow them everywhere. If you don't change your pink shirt right now, and you keep walking all day with it, how how will you look different? Yes, Master. Yes, like you're wearing the pink shirt now, and if you don't like the pink shirt at all, If you walk out of the center right now, you're still on pink. (laughs) You're still in pink. So if you don't like the pink shirt, you change it. And even if you still stay in the center, or if you walk out of that center room right now, you are different. You look different. You understand? Yes. Tell them like that. If you don't change the shirt, it will be on your body everywhere you go, no matter where you go. Thank you for your advice, Master. We love you. Yes, you're welcome. The suffering that after we die will be more intense than now. Suppose now you see people suffering, you cannot bear it. But the people who are in the physical body, even though they suffer physical body and mentally maybe a little bit, it's not as intensive as when you lost this physical body. That means people say when you're in hell, you suffer more because you will be transparent to everything and you will know everything. 
you will understand your bad karma, your bad deeds from the previous life, and you will understand all the bad things that you have ever done to yourself and anybody else or on the animals, then your suffering will be intense, intense, intense. You know, hundred times, thousand times, million times more than the suffering that you are seeing right now on the planet. Because once we don't have the body, we will know everything more. And we see everything. And the suffering will intensify because of our knowledge of the things that we have done, which is not correct. And we will be further, further, further away from our great selves, and the suffering is not imaginable. That's why we have to save the planet, to save the people, so they have chance to return to their great self and to save themselves. Thank you, Master. Hello, Master. Hello. Master, for many years there have been droughts and floods in Queensland, and Queensland yes. is Australia's main producer and exporter of beef. Every year, Queensland exports $3.3 billion in beef products. Are these two things related? How could we help? Yes, it's obvious, no? Yes. That is the one in signs, if anyone listen at all. You can go there and distribute the flyers or send them email, do whatever you can. Talk to the farmers, etc., etc. Tell them to change their way of life because, because, because of the planetary urgency. You can talk to them and you hope they will change. This is very obvious uh, sign, this obvious retribution. But anybody listen? Hmm. You try, okay? Okay. Thank you, Master. Thank you. That's just one example of the obvious retribution. It's not just Australia, Queensland. Anywhere else, maybe you, you check it out, you'll find similar pattern of retribution. Every action, you know, equally provoke another reaction. It doesn't fail. Thank you. Some of the diseases related to meat consumption. Cured meats and fish increase leukemia risk in children. Antibiotic-resistant superbug infections from a strain of Staphylococcus aureus, blue tongue disease, E. coli, salmonella, bird flu, mad cow disease, or Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease, 90% of the population at risk, pig's disease, or PMWS, hysteriosis, shellfish poisoning, preeclampsia, campylobacter, Clostridium difficile, diseases hidden in healthy appearing livestock. Some of the costs of meat eating, heart disease. Over 17 million lives lost globally each year. Cost of cardiovascular disease is at least one trillion US dollars a year. Cancer. Over one million new colon cancer patients diagnosed each year. More than 600,000 colon cancer-related mortalities annually. In the United States alone, colon cancer treatment costs about 6.5 billion US dollars. Millions of people are newly diagnosed with other meat-related cancers every year. Diabetes. 246 million people are affected worldwide. An estimated 174 billion US dollars spent each year on treatment. Obesity. Worldwide, 1.6 billion adults are overweight with 400 million more who are obese. 
costs 93 billion US dollars each year for medical expenses in the United States alone. At least 2.6 million people die annually from problems related to being overweight or obese. Environmental. Use up to 70% of clean water. Pollute most of the water bodies. Deforest the lungs of the earth. Uses up to 43% of the world's cereal. Uses up to 85% of the world's soy. Cause world hunger and wars. 80% cause of global warming. Plus more. Some of the costs of milk consumption. Bacterial microbes, pesticides and enzymes found in cheese derived from the inner stomach linings of other animals. Up to 80% of the calories in cheese are from pure fat. Breast, prostate and testicular cancer from hormones present in milk. Hysteria and Crohn's disease. Hormones and saturated fat leads to osteoporosis, obesity, diabetes and heart disease. Linked to higher incidences of multiple sclerosis. Classified as a major allergen. Lactose intolerance. Hi, Master. How are you? Hi. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you, Master. Master, I have two questions. Um, the first one is, if we pass the critical mass and two-thirds of the world population become vegetarian, what happens to the animals, especially those meat-eating animals such as tiger, lion, fish, etc., would they become vegetarian as well in a natural way or would they be destroyed? They will be vegetarian. If not, they will be destroyed. Uh, because if they do not follow the natural greatness of heaven, then they have to go elsewhere. Their souls will have to be reincarnated either in some very suffering planet or they have to be living in pain for a long, long, long time to cleanse off their bad karma and then they will be given another chance, but after a long, 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 long time. Okay. My second question is, what will happen if we pass the critical mass? Does it mean only one-third of the world population will survive? What happens to the world economic? If the world economic breakdown and most of the buildings get destroyed, what will the survivor rely on to live their life? Well, you will see if you survive. <laughs> <laughs> I think I will because, Master, uh, I remember in the uh, Seattle conference you said disciple will survive, so <laughs> I think I will. <laughs> and you will have the means to to live on. It depends on your merit, okay? If not, I told you already, rely on the divine power within yourself to continue to live. We do not depend on food alone to live. Don't worry too much. Thank you, Master. So, you have so many fat extra, maybe you survive a little longer without food even. <laughs> Thank you, Master. You're welcome. You're welcome, love. Rely on your virtue and God will take care of you. Okay? Okay. Thank you. Welcome. By the way, you could start planting your vegetable also if you worry so much. You know, if you have a little garden, you plant vegetable, at least enough for some time. 
and you keep some of the dry food somewhere. I don't know how long it lasts because <laughs> if we eat a lot, we cannot save that much anyway. We cannot save enough for the whole family to live for the lifetime. But you can save some if that makes you have a peace of mind, yeah? Get a corner of your house and save or whatever you think necessary for how long, for how many people, and plant vegetable in your garden. Instead of the grass, you plant vegetable and eat from them. And then continue this way. In any case, the food shortage is already here. So maybe you could start planting your vegetable, yeah, in your garden. It's very easy to plant. You just learn it from the gardener somewhere, you know, on internet, from your brother and sister who know how to plant with very minimum water and maximum harvest and no fertilizer and just pure organic even. So do your job, eh? In your spare time, instead of running around or thinking nonsense, you go out, dig your garden, plant vegetable. And if you don't have the garden, then plant together with the neighbors or who, who doesn't want to plant. You plant in their land. You can plant uh, on the, the roadside near your house. Uh, right now there are many countries, uh, many citizens, they're planting vegetable on government plot. You know, like the roadside or, or some plot that nobody uses. Uh, you can ask the government whether you can use it, not possessing it, just planting it and taking care of it. Or pay a little tax or something for it and plant it. A lot of people do it now. And if you even don't have garden, you have a balcony, you know, you can plant vegetable in a pot. Yeah, small here, there, like that. It's also very fresh, and, and then you have some vegetable for yourself. Thank you, Master. I love you, Master. I love you too, sweetheart. Hi, Master. Hi. My question is, each spiritual level from first to fifth is characterized by a certain thing. For example, the first level um, is known as emotional, the second level as intellectual, etc. Um, but what about the sixth to ninth levels? Do each of these have something to characterize them, or are they beyond description? They have, but they are beyond description, yes. And it doesn't concern you. Try to get to the fifth first, and we talk, okay? <laughs> this is not for us here on this planet Earth to be able to imagine, I'm sorry to say, you know, because no worldly language is suitable for this description. I could explain to you if we have a sufficient means to do it, but we don't have it here. Because in that kind of world, there's such a perfect peace and harmony beyond comprehension. You will be the peace. You will be the harmony. You will be the light. You will be the bliss, which we cannot comprehend right now, because we are still searching for peace here, and we have not even found it. So how can I even compare anything from here to there for you? Thank you. Uh, is how many higher beings, such as sixth and seventh level beings, are on earth at the moment? And do the ninth level council members ever accompany you on your mission to earth, or do they come separately? They are not coming here, okay? Hmm. The sixth and the seventh level beings, they are not here. Do the ninth level council come? Ah, well, no. <laughs> I came alone. If they come, they come separately, because uh, one is enough. Enough powerful, no need to have too many here. 
it's a small planet because it's the same teaching. doesn't matter how many come, it will be the same teaching. And uh, one council speak in one corner, it will reverberate in the whole planet, in the atmosphere of the whole planet. So if the humans being listened, then they listen. If not, no matter how many people speaking, how many uh, council from the highest level coming down, it will be the same. Okay, thank you. You're welcome, love. Hello, Master. Hello. All the past saints like Jesus, Buddha, Muhammad taught about compassion for all beings as the first commandment. They also spoke about this infinite power and wisdom, for example, the kingdom of God or the Buddha nature that lies within oneself. My first question is, what kind of guidance would you give people to lead them on the right path towards compassion for all beings, including animals? All they do is have to practice now, <laughs> not asking any more guidance. We have so many lectures, we have so many videotapes, we have even Supreme Master TV broadcasting all the virtuous way of life now, daily, you know. And you keep your television on so people can hear them, inwardly, inside. Yeah. <laughs> Don't disturb the neighbor by putting it too loud. Just leave it on, that's it. Even uh, quiet volume will be fine when it's convenient for you. Even all day or night, if it's convenient for you. And that is the guidance. Thank you, Master. There's not much more guidance I can give. People have to practice, not just listen. Yes. I've got a second question. How can people realize their inner wisdom and must they practice spiritually in order to attain this wisdom through a living teacher? Yes, they should, they should. If people are being virtuous, yeah, and uh, believing in God alone, then that is also good for them, and they will also gain a very small fraction of wisdom that they already have within themselves. But it would be quicker and more complete if they follow a living teacher. Thank you, Master. You're welcome. Hi, Master. How can I improve myself? I still find that I'm not good in my spiritual practice. I still lack a lot in regards to my personality, um, being sometimes arrogant or having bad habits. I sometimes don't feel motivated in doing things and blame myself. Can you please help me to guide me in a better direction, Master? Well, you have to tell me what do you do, being arrogant, like what, and what kind of bad habits, for example. But as the guideline, just do whatever good, avoid whatever bad. It's very simple. But unless you want more detail, then you tell me the detail, like what kind of habit that you want to get rid of, what kind of attitude that you classify as arrogant, and why do you feel that way? Yes, Master, like sometimes I'm lazy to do something, and I don't motivate myself to do it, Master. It depends on thing. If it's no good, then don't bother doing it. Or if something is not really necessary, of course you don't feel like doing it. But if something you feel that is necessary, of course you will do. I trust that you will do what you think is necessary and good. It's just not everything is always necessary and good. And also we have problem with our physical body, you know? Someday we are tired 
and the day of the month when you feel, you know, a little bit run down, being a woman. Also, uh, you have hormone ragging within your physical body and all that, and the people around you and the atmosphere around you and the energy of the planet. We are swimming against the current here. So do whatever you can, whenever you can. If you can push yourself to do something which you believe is good and beneficial, then it's fine and good. If not, try it again next time when you're less tired or less busy. I also have the same body like you. I have to push myself. Yes, Master. Uh, this morning, I don't feel like going out for conference. I was meditating well at that moment. I want to meditate uh, so that uh, I will give you a little bit more of the good energy. <laughs> yeah? Master. But then when I meditate, I feel so good, I don't want to get out to go and dress up and make up and come here and talk to this telephone. I heard that the phone is not good uh, when you talk and listen next to your ear like this. It might not be good for me, for my brain. I don't like it either. And all this uh, light, you know, staring in my face. Many things that we uh, have excuses not to want to do any job. <laughs> Even if it's a good job as uh, saving the planet and talking to beautiful people like you. Not to talk about something that we don't even like to do, an ugly job or demanding job, an ungrateful job. You know, of course you don't feel like doing it. So <laughs> don't blame yourself too much, okay? The thing is, we just disregard our mood and do what we have to do at that demanded moment. Live one minute to the next. Do whatever you can if you feel that is a good thing to do not just for yourself, but for anyone else, or for animals, then please try to do it, yeah? If your body is fit at that moment, no matter how you feel about it, you know, if it's good for others or for yourself, push yourself up and go do it. Just remember that. If it's good, I do it. If it's bad, I don't. Simple, good, do, bad, don't. <laughs> no matter how our mood is, just don't care about the mood. Master. You're welcome. The mood is influenced by all kinds of things. It's not our real self. Remember, I also don't like to do many things, but I do it. So we are in the same situation. We have the same problem, okay? We solve it together the same way. <laughs> Good thing, do it. Bad thing, avoid. All right, love? Yes, thank you, Master. You think you can do it? I'll try to, Master. <laughs> okay. By the way, if it's good for you, I tell you, I don't think you are that arrogant, because if you are, you wouldn't be humbly confessing like this. You would be worrying about your reputation and how people would think of you when you tell people that you're arrogant and lazy and all that. It's not an easy thing to, to confess in the public. So I think whatever arrogance you have is repairable, or maybe you don't have that much. You're just demanding too much of yourself. And even if you are arrogant and lazy, from today change it. Yes. We all have certain conception about what we should do, what we should be in life, and what we should get in life, and how we should be treated and all that. So we get disappointment, and then it affects our mood, and then the people we live with, you know, the loved ones that are not according to our liking, everything. We have all kinds of things that justified our laziness 
our disappointments, our unpleasant mood, etc., etc. But the thing is, if we sit here and complaining forever, we will never do anything and we're not going anywhere. We will not improve ourselves to become the person that we want to be. The only uh, way to swim is in the water. Hmm? The water is cold and wet, maybe, and tiring to swim, but that's the only way we swim. So enjoy, <laughs> at least. Thank you, Master. Just concentrating on the feeling of swimming, you know, it's also nice to float in the water and be able to swim. Somebody else is not able to swim. If he doesn't have hands, he doesn't have feet, and he doesn't know how to swim, or he's paralyzed, he cannot even swim. So even though we get into the water, it's kind of cold and wet and tiring to swim, but we can swim. So get yourself in the mood anytime. Tell yourself, it's nothing, I can overcome it, I can do it, it's a piece of cake. Thank you for your advice. And Master, we love you so much. I love you too, love. And I'm glad you guys trust me with all your private and personal and impersonal feeling. And I hope whatever I told you, Uh, that is for my sincerity. It might help you in some way to live the life the way you want to be or minimize your frustration <laughs> while you are on this physical planet. Um, we also like to say thank you for the teleconference, Master. Thank you for your precious time with us. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yes. It will help you. I'm very pleased. <laughs> See you next time. See you soon, and meanwhile, continue your noble work, your meditation practice, and your best intention to help the planet. We are together. I'm doing with you. See you soon. See you, Master. Bye, Master. Bye. I love you, and heaven bless you. Bless your country, Australia. It's a good country. Thank you, Master. We love you.